Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's the power of an empty tomb. Amen, amen, amen. Miracles that love can do. Lives changed and forgiven. All because of that empty tomb. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He holds the keys. No chains, no more shackles. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God for the love, the love he has for each one of us. Amen, amen. It's Valentine's Day, and what a beautiful, beautiful song to play. Uh, it's appropriate. It's appropriate for the day. For for today is a day of love, and there is no greater, no greater love than what Jesus showed up, each and every one of us. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, well, as I said, today's Valentine's Day. It's Wednesday. I hope everybody is having a great, great Valentine's Day. Uh, showing your love for one another, not just your wives or your husbands or your just your spouses or kids, but for everybody. We should be showing love for everybody. For it is a direct command that we do love one another as Jesus loved us. For if we do not love one another as Jesus loved us, he said... We do not love Him, nor do we love the Father. So it's very, very important that we show that love uh, for everybody. Not just our kinfolk, not just the ones that are around us, but for the strangers, for the people we don't know, and for the people of the world. All over the world, the ones in the darkness and the ones in the light. Amen, amen, amen. See, we're not to have work. We don't have to have works. The Israelites had to have works. That was before Jesus. But when Jesus came, we don't have to have works. However, now there is a however. And I said this before. That last commandment that Jesus gave us, that we should love one another as he loved us, loves us. That alone, that alone, will make you to want to go out and do works for you love everybody even those in the darkness you care about their soul you care about their salvation you want to spread the word to bring everybody in that's love and you can't have the love that you're commanded to have without works hear me you can't have the love that you are commanded by Jesus to have without works. Amen, amen. There's a lot of people probably don't agree with that. But i like for them to explain. You can go on Facebook, whatever. You can contact me personally through Messenger. But i like for you to explain to me how you can have the love you're commanded to have and not care about their salvation not care about those that are in the darkness and bring them out and the only way you can do that is to go witness to them testify to them let your light shine at all times at all times there's no being part of the world and being christian you're christian or you're of the world there's no in between no in between hallelujah hallelujah amen amen that being said, let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today thanking you for Jesus. 
thanking you for Jesus. He come on this earth, on the, in this world, born of man, so that he can experience everything that we go through, the trials and tribulations, and the tests that we go through. And he got a he got an understanding of what we went to, but he did show us. He did show us the way to overcome it, the way to to overcome everything that that comes at us and that is through faith and belief and praying to the Father and that is what we are to do. We want to thank you for that alone as well as the sacrifice, the great sacrifice that he made. He gave his life for each and every one of us. He shed his blood. He, he went through the pains and the torture for our sins, not his sins, for our sins, for our past our present and our future sins so that we so that we can have the grace so that we can be united with him in, in eternal heaven for eternity we want to thank you for that we want to thank you for the, that kind of love he was unjustly crucified by Satan so that Satan would not have any any bonds or any chains on us anymore. He would not have any hold upon our salvation for he unjustly crucified Jesus. And so Jesus bore our sins. He bore our sins. That's not love. I don't know what love is. So Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for, for the great plan, the second of the Trinity. Our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer, Father, we will always, always want to worship you, honor you, glorify you, magnify you, praise you, adore you, trust you, believe you, listen to you through the Spirit, and above all, above all, always, always, always love you. In Jesus, Jesus' wonderful name, amen, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, today we're going to be reading... Zabah and Zumana. And I might not be saying those names right, and I'll probably end up changing them as a goat. Um, I have a hard time with names. Everybody knows that. But it's okay. We'll get through it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yesterday we went over Gideon, and Gideon showed the greatest faith and belief there is. And how many of us today woke up and said, I'm going to be like Gideon. I'm going to be like Gideon. I'm going to be like Gideon. See, could we have done it? I don't know if I could have. I don't know if I could have faced all of those men. All of those men. With only 300 people. Only 300. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's putting faith in God right there. That is put, and they didn't do anything but use trumpets and jars. Think about that. Trumpets and jars. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That being said, let's go and continue that story. Now the Ephraimites asked Gideon, Why have you treated us like this? Why didn't you call us when you went to fight the Midians? And they challenged him vigorously. But he answered them, 
What have I accomplished compared to you? Aren't the gleaning of Ephraim's grapes better than the full grape harvest of Abizar? God gave Orb and Zeb, the Midianites, leaders, into your hands. What was I able to do compared to you? At this, they re resentment, their resentment against him subsided. Amen, amen. So remember, remember they were in pursuit of Orb and Zeb, but yet it was the Ephraims that actually captured him. Man, so he told him, said, said, God gave you, Orb and Zeb, the Mediate leaders, into your hands. What was I able to do compared to you? Amen, amen, amen. Gideon and his 300 men, exhausted, yet keeping up their pursuit, came to the Jordan and crossed it. He said to the men of Zukath, Give my troops some bread. They are worn out. And I am still pursuing Zubah and Zumuna, the kings of Midian. But the officials of Zakath said, Do you really have the hands of Zubah and Zumuna in your possession? Why should we give bread to your troops? Then Gideon replied, Just for that, when the Lord has given Zubah and Zumuna into my hand, I will tear your flesh with desert thorns and briars. Amen. So he told them, since you're not helping me, once I accomplish what God is having me to do, what God is asking me to do, once I accomplish that, I'm coming back. And when I come back, I'm going to whoop y'all with desert thorns and briars. Amen. From there, he went up to Penel and asked the same request of them. But they answered as the men of Sakath had. So he said to the men of Penel, When I return in triumph, I will tear down this tower. Hallelujah. Now Zabah and Zumana were in Karkor with the force of about 15,000 men. So they still had 15,000 men. Remember, Gideon has 300. All that were left of the armies of the eastern peoples. Now get this. A hundred and twenty thousand swordsmen had fallen. Amen, amen. So the 300 defeated a hundred and twenty thousand swordsmen with the trumpet and jars. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Gideon went up by the route of the nomads east of Nabal and Jog Jogbeha and attacked the unsuspecting army. Zeba and Zuma Zumana, the two kings of Median, fled. But he pursued them and captured them, routing their entire army. Gideon said of Joash, then returned, Gideon the son of Joash, then returned from the battle by the pass of Harris. He caught a young man of Zukath and questioned him, and the young man wrote down for him the names of 77 officials 
of Zucoth. The elders of the town. Then Gideon came and said to the man of Zucoth, Here are Zubah and Zumunah, about whom you taunted me by saying, Do you already have the hands of Zuba and Zumuna in your possession? Why should we give bread to your exhausted men? He took the elders of the town and taught the men of Zukoth a lesson by punishing them with desert thorns and briars. He also pulled down the tower of Penel and killed the men of the town. Amen, amen, amen. So, so once, once he accomplished the goal that God sent him to do, he did as he told them he was going to. He whipped them with, with desert briars and thorns. Amen. And he tore down the tower of Penal as well, as well as killed the men of the towns. Hallelujah. Then he asked Zabah and Zumuna, What kind of men did you kill at Tabar? Men like you, they answered each one with the bearing of a prince. Gideon replied, Those were my brothers, the sons of my own mother. As surely as the Lord lives, if you had spared their lives, I would not kill you. Turning to Jether, his oldest son, he said, Kill them. But Jether did not draw his sword because he was only a boy and was afraid. Zeba and Zumuna said, Come, do it yourself. As, as is the man, so is his strength. So Gideon stepped forward and killed them and took the ornaments off their camel's necks. Amen. The Israelites said to Gideon, Rule over us. You, your son, and your grandson, because you have saved us from the hand of Midian. But Gideon told them, I will not rule over you, nor will my son rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now I'm not going to rule over you. The Lord is going to rule over you. Amen. And he said, I do have one request that each of you give me an earring from your share of the plunder. It was the custom of the Ismaelites to wear gold earrings. They answered, we will be glad to give them. So they spread out a garment, and each of them threw a ring from his plunder into it, onto it. The weight of the gold rings he asked for came to 70 hundred shekels. Not counting the ornaments, the pendants, and the purple garments worn by the kings of Midian, or their chains that were on their camels' necks. Gideon made the gold into an ephrod. Remember, that's the breastplate. That's what we, we talked about uh, in, in um, Exodus, which he placed in a form, his town. All Israelites prostituted themselves by worshiping there, and it become a snare to Gideon and his family. So after all the things he's done, 
to help free them when he gave the town people, his town people, something. They started worshiping it and throwing their bodies upon it. Worshiping it as a god. Thus Midian was subdued before the Israelites and did not raise its head again. During Gideon's lifetime, the land had peace. 40 years. Jerob, Baal, son of Joash, went back home to live. He had 70 sons of his own, for he had many wives. His concubine, who lived in Shekin, also bore him a son, whom he named Abimelech. Gideon's son of Joash died at a good old age and was buried in the tomb of his father Joash in Aphras of the Abyssalites. Amen, amen. So he went on to live a peaceful life after he had done as God had asked him to do. And uh, regardless of how the town people did or what they did, he did as God asked him to do. And so he had a long, peaceful life after that. No sooner had Gideon died then the Israelites again prostituted themselves to the Baals. They set up Baalbareth as their god and did not remember the Lord their god who had rescued them from the hands of all the enemies on every side. They also failed to show any loyalty to the family of Jerobal, that is Gideon, in spite of all the good things he had done for them. Amen, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. So, so regardless of what what he accomplished, what he did, he did what God asked him to do, and he, he saved them, and they returned the favor by turning their backs on God. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't understand how they could do this. How could they do this after seeing what God has done for them? They still turn their backs on God. Amen, amen. See, we're the elders of our generations and we have to make sure this doesn't happen. We have to make sure that our next generation knows the truth, the word of God, as it is written, not as it's just interpreted to benefit others' sins as it is now in so many ways. Have you ever noticed that sometimes you might post some kind of scripture, and uh, and you and not maybe on, on the on, not on the daily Bible page because there's there's all Christians on there, but if I was to post it just out there on my timeline, I will get so many responses of people twisting the meaning of that scripture to justify their lifestyle. And there's a lot of churches that do the same thing. We have to get away from this. These churches have got to start preaching this word as it is written. Not as it benefits the congregation. For there is wickedness inside most congregations. Stay with me now. There is wickedness with inside most congregations. 
and, and, and pastors are so scared of losing their congregations. Why? Why? Is it because the tithes or the contributions that some people make to the church? See, money is a God. Money is a God. And it is of the world. We got to quit doing this. Pastors have got to quit doing this. People have got to quit doing this. Do you think that God, when they face judgment, is going to tell them, well done? I'm not judging. That's not my call. But why will not take that chance either? I'm going to read these scriptures as they are. And I'm going to let the Spirit speak through me and, and interpret it as He needs it to be interpreted. Amen, amen. With that being said, let's go ahead and say our prayer for today. Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for the Word. For the Word is our, it, it, it is our map. It tells us how we are to be and it tells us what not to be. And, and to carry it even further, Jesus gave us the gift of the Spirit as a GPS to speak to us as a cell phone directly to you. It is you. He's the third of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And he's within each and every one of us. So not only do we have the Bible to read, the scriptures to read, the word to read, your, your dictionary, your map, your guideline. We have the Spirit also to keep us on the straight and narrow. Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the gifts that you have given each and every one of us to be successful to do your will. Your will. The big puzzle has to come together, Father. And we're part of that puzzle. And it's it's reaching out to us. Your time is coming. Jesus is coming back soon. Prophecy is taking place now in Israel. So many people are in the darkness. And I, I, I burden for each and every one of them. I, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Father, I ask that everybody start letting their light shine. Let their light shine so bright that as the bugs at nighttime are attracted to the light at night, those in the darkness will also be attracted to that light and they'll come to it, giving us the opportunity to expand our love, our love that we are to have for each and every one by testifying, witnessing, and bringing them to you Father, I want to thank you for the tools are right here with us. We have the tools. We have the means. We just have to have the will and, 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 and the belief and the faith in all things are in your power. So, Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you today for the love that you do have for each and every one of us. And, Father, I want to do my part. And whatever that is, whatever else I have to do, just let me know, Father. And I will do it always. Always, always want to worship you, honor you, glorify you, magnify you, adore you, trust you, believe you. 
listen to you. And above all, above all, always, always, always love you. In Jesus, Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. What greater love than Jesus on Valentine's Day? Amen. Amen. I hope everybody is finding time to to uh, to return that love uh, to Jesus today, and I hope everybody is finding time to uh, spend quality time with our Lord and Savior. Not just our loved ones, but our Lord and Savior. The greatest love, the greatest gift of all. Amen. Amen. People, just let our light shine. We just have to let our light shine. We are in a time when it's up to us to do our part. We all have needs and wants and we will get those and receive those once the will of God is done. I beg y'all, please, please start listening and obeying to what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. Asking you to do. Be Gideon. Be Gideon. Take your step of faith and believe and trust in the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If tomorrow, if God is willing... We're going to do uh, his son, Abimelech, and I hope I'm saying that right, but Abimelech, and the story of that one, uh, that's Judges chapter 9. I love each and every one of you, and I, I do have a burden for those in the darkness, and we should be sharing that same burden, for the time is near, and we have got to take our, our stance and do as, as the Spirit is asking us to do for the big puzzle to take place. Amen, amen, amen. Like I said, hopefully if God's willing, we'll get back on chapter 9 tomorrow. I love each and every one of you. And have a happy Valentine. Amen.